0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Oh, crap. Is that who I think it is? Gabby, my girlfriend, looked in the direction I was looking at. Who is it? Just then, my stepmother, Nicole, walked up to the bar.
2: Hey, let me get a martini.
1: She looked across at Gabby before returning her gaze to me.
2: Follow me now.
1: We walked out of the bar and she turned to me.
2: So, this is why you asked your father to let you live away from home?
1: She said, waving her hand at the building. Look, I… I'm
2: really not interested in anything you have to say. I know about your little trust fund that daddy handed over when you turned 18 so unless you want daddy to catch a hissy fit about this little activity that you are doing you will supply all of my demands since your daddy decided to put me on a budget
1: nicole smiled slyly as she ran her hand along my jawline she turned and cackled as she walked inside before i continue let me introduce myself i'm preston just a quick reminder to like this video and subscribe to our channel Smash that notification bell so every time one of our crazy videos comes out, you'll be notified.
2: Your phone's ringing.
1: Gabby yelled into the kitchen. I'm coming. I piled the snacks and drinks onto the tray and hustled to the living room. I placed the tray on the center table and grabbed my phone. I rolled my eyes and answered. What do you want, Nicole?
2: I hope it's not an attitude that I'm detecting from you. Anyway, did you deposit the $5,000 into my account like I told you to?
1: Yes, Nicole. Nicole.
2: Good. And next time you decide to catch an attitude, I just might let it slip to your father about what I saw a few weeks ago. Don't you ever forget whose game this is.
1: The phone went dead. I sank down into the sofa beside Gabby and rubbed my temples.
2: What did the Wicked Witch of the West want now?
1: The same thing she's wanted ever since she laid eyes on me. To ruin my life. I never knew my mother growing up dad said that she woke up one day and decided she didn't want to be a wife and a mother anymore so she left when i was around age 12 dad married nicole i'm not sure if he married her for love or to keep an extra set of eyes on me and i knew nicole only married dad for his money sometimes i wish i could hold her up to the light and show dad how fake she was you know just how you can identify fake money anyway i couldn't wait to get out of the house from dad and nicole I wasn't allowed to do anything i wanted at home and dad always told me that one day i would take over his company dad said that he would pay my tuition for college only if i went to the same college that he did i convinced him however to let me live away from home he said if he heard me getting into any mischief outside that i would have to return home to live which brings us back to my present dilemma
2: what is she trying to blackmail you for now
1: gabby looked at me amused she said she's going to tell dad about me working at the bar If she does tell him, then I have no choice but to go back home and live there. Dad is looking for any opportunity to get me back under his roof, and Nicole knows this. She knows about the trust fund, and now she's extorting money from me.
2: The only way to stop someone from blackmailing you is to find something that you can blackmail them for. It's quite simple if you ask me.
1: Gabby smiled, a twinkle in her eyes.
2: It's time to put on your big boy pants and deal with Nicole on a different level.
1: I knew there was a reason I liked you. I laughed. (laughs) I like the way you think. Gabby and I decided that we would take turns following Nicole. We thought that this would be better since dad was a well-known businessman. We didn't want to risk hiring outside help and then get blackmailed for what he found on Nicole. After following Nicole for about three weeks, we couldn't find anything out of the ordinary to blackmail Nicole with. We did find out, however, that she was seeing a counselor a few days a week, which we found odd, but we couldn't get past the lobby if we didn't have an appointment. I decided that I would become a client of her counselor to see if I could get something that we could hold against Nicole. As I waited for an elevator to head to my first meeting with the counselor, the elevator doors opened and I turned around quickly as I noticed Nicole in the elevator. I looked over my shoulder to make sure she left the building before waiting for another elevator to head to my meeting. Phew, that was close. I sat outside his door until the secretary told me it was okay to enter. I opened the door and saw an older gentleman sitting next to a sofa. He stood and welcomed me. He introduced himself as Mr. Khan. The only thing on his desk was a photo of a young girl around age 5. I surveyed the room with my eyes to see if anything stood out about the counselor. But nothing did. Preston! Mr. Khan's voice jolted me back to reality. Are you ready to begin? I nodded my head and we began our session. Nothing out of the ordinary happened for the first few weeks. I almost forgot that I was there to get information that I could blackmail Nicole with. Until one session changed all of that.
2: I'm sorry, Mr. Khan.
1: His secretary burst into the room.
2: I told her that you were in a session, but she insisted on seeing you now. I've been calling you for the past 30 minutes.
1: Nicole pushed the secretary aside. She was so focused on Mr. Khan that I was invisible to her.
2: We have to go and check on Patrice now. You remember her, your daughter. The doctor said something came up. Let's go.
1: Nicole stormed out of the office. Mr. Khan cleared his throat. throat) Sorry
2: about the interruption. How about we pick this up another day?
1: I nodded and opened the door cautiously. I peeked outside to make sure that Nicole was nowhere around. As I made my way out of the building, I called Gabby and told her that I finally found something on Nicole we decided to meet in my apartment that night.
2: Okay, so what did you find out about the wench?
1: Gabby asked as soon as I opened the door for her. She barged into my sessions today. I don't even think she realized I was there.
2: Get to the meat of the convo. What did you find out?
1: Gabby was impatient. Apparently, I walked towards my laptop and sat down. Nicole has a daughter and apparently with the doctor. I thought that maybe if I looked for Nicole's name or the doctor's on the
0: It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.
1: Internet, that maybe something about their daughter would pop up.
2: Well, it's worth a shot. Check for any type of accidents that could have occurred as well.
1: We couldn't find anything on Nicole or the doctor. We got lucky when an Uh article popped up and a picture with Mr. Khan, Nicole, and a teenager popped up. About nine years ago, a drunk driver hit a 16-year-old girl, Nyla George, while she was crossing the street. The article said that one person died that day. No name of the person who died or the driver was mentioned. If she's still married to Mr. Khan, then that means she and dad aren't married. But why go through all the charade?
2: We'll need to find out Mr. Khan's and Nicole's real names to piece the puzzle together.
1: Tomorrow we head for the hospital. The next day, Gabby and I entered the hospital. Gabby said that she was looking for her cousin, Nyla George. The receptionist Uh gave her the name of the room number and we went in search of the room. We decided that Gabby would sneak into the room while I stood guard since patients' files were kept in their rooms. I sat with a magazine right outside Nyla's room as Gabby went in. After a few seconds, Mm -hmm. Gabby came out. Just as she was about to close the door, the doctor came around the corner. Hey, what are you two doing? Let's go. I grabbed Gabby's hand and ran out of the hospital before the security guard caught up with us. We jumped into the car and sped out of the hospital parking lot. When we were a good way off, I turned to Gabby. So are you going to keep me in suspense? What did you find out?
2: Nicole's real name is Afia George, and Mr. Khan's real name is David George.
1: But why the aliases? I looked at Gabby, who was now looking through her phone.
2: I just found another article, where Nicole spoke out about the cover-up of the identity of the drunk driver, who also killed his wife.
1: The car screeched to a halt. The sounds of angry drivers and car horns zoomed past. Before she even said the name, I knew who it was. A feeling of dread washed over me.
2: The name of the drunk driver was Alvin Bird.
1: Alvin Bird, that was my dad's name. I turned the car around and headed for dad's office. For the past nine years, he made me believe that my mother walked out on me. For nine years, he made me believe that she was the bad one, only to find out that he had killed her because of his drunk driving. My fingers clenched the steering wheel as I zigzagged through the traffic. I pulled up to my dad's office and ran into the building. I climbed the stairs two at a time until I reached his office floor. I pushed open every conference and office door, calling for him until someone told me that he already left for the day. I ran downstairs and headed back to the car. When I got to the car, Gabby was standing outside with her arms folded.
2: I'm not getting back in there with you if that's how you are going to drive.
1: Well, suit yourself. I hopped into the driver's seat and sped off, leaving Gabby in the parking lot. I tried calling Dad as I raced to the house, but it went straight to voicemail. I pulled up into the driveway, hopped out of the car, and ran into the house dad where are you mr and mrs bird left a few minutes ago the housekeeper said do you know where they went he told me this morning he had some meeting with a counselor thanks I went back to the car frustrated and slammed my hands on the wheel damn it I ran my hands through my hair I pulled out my phone and called the police I told them that there was a kidnapping and I told them where dad was being kept as I hung up I hoped that I was right about the location and that dad was okay by the time I got to the counselor's office, the parking lot only had two cars and one was dad's. I walked cautiously towards the building. One guard was making his rounds outside. When he moved to the back of the building, I slipped inside. The other guard was sitting in the chair by the monitors with his head tilted back. I bolted up the steps until I came to the floor with Mr. Khan's office. I looked around. The hallway was clear. I went to the door and turned the knob slowly and pushed it. Nothing. The door was locked. I pressed my ear on the door as I tried to hear anything that would let me know if dad was okay. But the door was too thick. I decided to squeeze under the secretary's desk and hide, which was covered on all sides until the door opened. A few minutes later, I heard the door open. I peeped around the desk and watched as Nicole stormed out of the office. I silently edged my way to the door before it closed and slipped inside the office. In front of me, Mr. Khan's back was turned to me as he landed another blow onto my father's face. I walked up to Mr. Khan, spun him around and landed a blow to his right cheek. Mr. Khan and I scuffled around the office, knocking over things and finding anything we could get our hands on to get the upper hand over the other. I was finally able to knock out Mr. Khan and sat on the floor next to him, exhausted. Suddenly, I heard a noise behind me and spun around. I watched in shock as Nicole collapsed over me. Gabby looked down at the both of us with a smug smile as she casually held a baseball bat on her shoulder.
2: You always go into battle prepared.
1: She winked at me. I smiled. I pushed Nicole off me and Gabby and I untied Dad and placed him to lie on the floor. He was barely conscious.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
1: we used the ropes to tie up mr khan and nicole while we were doing that the police came we told them everything we knew as they hauled nicole and mr khan away dad was taken to the hospital
2: are you okay
1: gabby glanced at me concerned yeah i'm fine meet over at my place there's something i need to do first she nodded that night i finished moving all of my things from dad's i also cleared out his safe and the money from the trust fund into another account When I got to the apartment, I told Gabby that I wasn't sure if I could forgive Dad for lying to me about Mom. It was time that I lived life by my rules. I dropped out of college and went to a community college that I could afford. Gabby and I moved in together, and I continued working part-time as a bartender. One night before going to bed, my phone rang.
2: Who's calling this late?
1: Gabby looked at me. It was Dad. Nobody. I switched off the phone, turned off the light, and went to bed.
2: Meanwhile, at the hospital.
1: Nyla's eyes fluttered open. Doctor, she's finally awake! The nurse yelled into the hall.